You're listening to the Gaffcast with me, Darren Gaffney. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Gaffcast, the first episode of 2024. Hope you've had a great Christmas and New Year's, folks. Um, a great time of the year, unless you're a turkey, says you. Um, yeah, it's kind of that period in between Christmas Day and New Year's is a weird time of the year. It's like some sort of vortex where time isn't real. And you're full of turkey and chocolate the whole time. Um, I was actually, I was at a wedding there on, it was like the 27th. And like, to be honest, in between them days, it, like you don't even know kind of what day of the week it is because the schedule has gone out the window. I was actually at the wedding. It was in loud. I was staying in the hotel and I woke up the next morning after, uh, I woke up in the bed and I woke up at like seven. I was like, what? What day is it? And yeah, I was like, what day is it? And I had an awful fear come over me. Awful fear. I was like, what day is it? Shit. And my phone was just on the locker beside the bed. And I was like really hesitant to check. Um, because I knew I was in, I was working the Thursday and the Friday. And I was like, oh my God, what day is it? And I like, just like, Lifted the phone up and just peeked at it. And I seen towers there. I was like, oh, good luck. So, yeah, I had to work that day then. So, I had to plow off to work. And I went down, got the breakfast. I was good to go. But, uh, yeah, it's weird, though, because like, there's just so much happening. And the day's all rolling to one. And it's all a mush. Um, but, uh, yeah, a lot of people will be glad to get back to the old routine after the few days off. Like, I'm trying to do a lot of people. They're happy enough to go back to work uh, but yeah the new year the year of the dragon 2024 and the Chinese new year um, yeah well Chinese new year actually not till the old 10th of February um, I seen that they because kind of wondering about the old Chinese year like how did they how did they determine when it is and it's actually the second new moon after the winter solstice on the 24th of December. So if any of you out there with an old telescope, you'd be able to predict it yourself or you could just Google it to see when it's going to happen. Um, but yeah, the year of the dragon. Last year was the year of the wabbit. The wabbit. Um, yeah, the year of dragon. The year of dragon. Last year was the year of wabbit. Uh, celebration, very good, very nice. Um, yeah, the... Yeah, they celebrate, that's not kicking off to the 10th of February, so it changes. The day changes every year. And you also seen the Chinese, uh, they have a leap month every three years. Mad bastards. Yeah, that's how they roll. I think there's 13 months in their year. I think, could be wrong now. Yeah, but I, I was thinking in Ireland, like, we should name the years after, like, our native animals. That'd be a good crack. Like, you know, like, like the year of the Pine Martin. That's a good Good Irish animal there, native species, the Pine Martin. He was going extinct back in the day, but now he's back with a bang. He's back in his comeback tour now. He's everywhere. Um, or the year the, the Stoat, 
that'd be a good one. The year the Badger. Um, yeah, the year the Red Squirtle, the Red Squirrel. The Red, I think the Red Squirrel's in danger because of the feckin' grey squirrel. Um, I might, we might have had this topic of conversation on the podcast before. Um, but it's worth highlighting again. The, the faith of Ireland, the Red Squirrel is under threat from illegal grey squirrels. Yeah, I think someone, someone gave grey squirrels as a present to someone in uh, Longford. Fucking Longford Egypts. Like, why would you give a, a, a grey squirrel as a wedding gift? Like, that is shit. Anyway, like, imagine me coming to someone's wedding and, like, oh, no, I didn't get you a card at money ratting or, like, a, a kettle or a air fryer. I got you a grey, two grey or a couple of grey squirrels. I got you five grey squirrels here. Uh, do you know, who aren't even a, a native squirrel. But then the squirrels escaped and now the grey squirrels are, like... Fucking ruining the habitat and eating all the food and competing with the with the red squirrels. Fucking, but I did hear now they never crossed, never managed to cross the this Shannon to the west, west of the Shannon, the grey squirrels. So the red squirrel is thriving over there. I don't know. Yeah, I did hear that. I don't know if that's true though. I don't, I don't know how the grey squirrel didn't find a way over the Shannon, like because there is a gap, isn't there, to get around, like where there's a bit of land where you don't have to actually cross the river. I don't know. Maybe this grey squirrel will invent a boat or an airplane and get over. Then the red squirrel is fucked. Uh, yeah, but I've respected it. The red squirrel fucked the grey squirrel. you got to have pride for the native squirrel. That's all I'm saying. Open this. Open the hood. Um, um, also, it's, it's mad, isn't it, as well? Um, the way like Australia had their New Year's first for like us here or like the way countries are ahead in that you know, that's why I was always when it was like remember they were predicting the end of the world dun, 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 it was going to be in 2012 wasn't it because um, they was it the Mayan calendar ran out or something and uh, at that time and then they were like oh they predicted the world would end in 2012 and sure everyone was like sure look no bother sure if the world's going to end we'll know from Australia first because They'll end first, and then we'll know what the crack is, and then we can plan around it. You know what I mean? Yeah, Australia there, just the world ending, like, oh, fuck. So then we can make an escape plan then. You can get off. I don't know. That's an awful lot of shy talk. Um, the world, the world seems tipping, it's tipping along anyway nicely the last couple of years. Um, it's actually funny enough, you can get this, uh, I don't know if you've heard of it, there's like a book you can get. Uh, that gives like a load of predictions for like the new year. Comes out every comes out yearly. It's called Old Moore's Almanac, and uh, I got it one year. Um, and it's basically like predicting like loads of stuff about the weather, the new like uh, politics and all that. Like, loads of stuff that's going to happen in society and like uh, sport and everything. And I got one year and like fucking got everything. It got everything wrong. It predicted like a big snowstorm and stuff, biggest snowstorm like ever in Ireland there a few years ago, and it just did not happen. I don't think we got any snow, so it just seems like it's just some lad, some owl lad, just sitting in his house making up a heap of bollocks <laughs> about what's going to happen in the new year. Like you're predicting who's going to win this like tournament and all that crack, um, but 
pure lies, Manelli. Um, like if you throw enough shit at the wall, it's, some of it's gonna stick. You know that kind of crack. Sure, even a even a broken clock is right twice a day. That's the logic I think of the Omar's almanac. Um, I might actually get it again now just for the the snail. Um, but yeah, during these days now you have the old. Does not does the dart is on? Um, I don't know if he's been watching it, um, but he's a young lad, uh, Luke Littler, and he's only he's only sixteen, and he's made it to the semi final. Uh, I actually think yeah, the semi final is um, today um, against Rob Cross. I think it is. Um, he's only sixteen, but the man he has like a, a beard, and he's like is a like a proper like beer belly like and his hairline's kind of like receding he looks he looks about 40 like and then they're like oh he's 16 I was like 16 in what? 16 in dog years <laughs> 16 in Nigerian years or something there like I don't know how like he's 16 like it looks like it looks like he was definitely like born on his father's pool table and came out and like pot a tree ball straight off the break <laughs> Only after been born. I don't know. Like, look him up. Like, he's... I don't know. He must be on the... His dad has been eating fucking spuds raw since he was born. I don't know. He's proper... Yeah, he's proper manly looking, like, for 16. Like, 16? What's that? Like, junior cert? Kind of crack? Um, Some boy, though. Like, fair effects to him. Like, he's getting 16 into um, the semi-final. Like, it looks like he's going to win it. Yeah, the, the old art is always good at this time of year, just to stick on. 180. <laughs> I actually wish the lad calling out, like, made a real sass. The only doing the 180. If he made it all, like, sassy, like, 180. No, he's not Chinese. 180. Um, okay, moving on. Um, oh, I like um, this. Do you know around Christmas and that like uh, there's like a, a New Year's like everywhere has do like uh, certain communities and stuff have different like traditions uh, that they always do around Christmas like on, on Stephen's Day and stuff I was chatting to my my brother's uh, my brother's missus is from Cork and they like down in Cork um, where she's from they do like a, a long puck on the road every Stephen's Day. And it's not like a long puck where you, like, you're hitting a slitter, but you're not. Because uh, I was giving, I was, I was quizzing a good bit now about this, because you don't, you don't bury the ball like you do, like in a normal long puck. You hit it along the road. So you kind of hit it low to the road. Do you know what I mean? So you bury it up the road. Because the ball is kind of supposed to stay on the road. And you have a starting point uh, and an end point. And like you go around and like you go on like groups of two or three or whatever, and it's whoever gets to the end with the least amount of pucks. So therefore, it would mean that they were the best at pucking the ball. Um, but I was kind of wondering because it's on like real bendy country roads, how the ball wouldn't slide down into the hedge. And my brother did, and he said he like yeah, like he was he was down doing it, and like sure he wouldn't know. Head nor tail about a hurl, like, like, uh, sure, being from Calvin, sure, all the hurls are for us, fucking <laughs> chopping up and putting in the fire. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, uh, he said he never put the ball into the hedge, it just dribbled along the road, the slither into the hedge. 
which I don't know how, like surely the, the, the probability of it going into the head is fairly high, but if it does go into the head, I think you just take it back out and nail it again. But they say that really happens, which I find it hard to believe, you know? The, anyway, <laughs> um, and if it ends in a draw, the two lads have to fight to the death with the hurls. Um, but where I'm from, I never really see much of that long puck on the road or the road bowling. That's weird. You could just roll the ball up the road. <laughs> I just find that hilarious. Um, just everyone flinging the ball. I'd say it's good crack though. Like, uh, it's be social. Um, I actually, so in the long puck, yeah, I, I don't know if you remember now, uh, community games. <laughs> um, the nationwide uh, Irish tournament, uh, athletics tournament. I uh, did the long puck one year <laughs> and I, uh, I, uh, like Cavendish, like, wouldn't be known for the out hurling ability. And I, uh, I said, uh, got through one Cavan. So if you basically, if you win Cavan, you get through to Dal Ireland, like, and, uh, <laughs> the standard competition was poor. Like, uh, if you were able to hit the ball, like, you had a chance of winning. And, like, I got through, I fucking skid skite the ball out along uh, the field and I only got a couple of metres like it was it was dire stuff but like the rest of the lads that were hitting it were skewing it like not hitting the ball like miss hitting it and stuff I think you got two or three pucks and then you you picked your longest you just had to hit the slitter as far as you can and it was measured from where the ball hopped so I don't know if our balls even hopped barely they were just dribbling out (laughs) along the grass but I won I won Calvin uh, so I got to the All Ireland. It was actually wasn't in. It normally was in Mosny. Like I did the, I did the hurdles in that in Mosny a few times. But I, I don't know if I was doing the hurdles this year as well. But your luck, and what your luck? I said I'd, I'd throw my hand at the the long puck as well. Um, so I went up. <laughs> we were in like the groups, and I was a heap of boys from like you're in your big group, whatever. And a heap of boys from like Kilkenny and Clare and Cork, um, and like they were warming up like just kind of pinging the ball out before we start. We're on this big uh, artificial pitch and they were whacking the ball like way further than I would hit it like when I'm hitting it properly. And I was like, oh, this is, uh, this doesn't look uh, promising now. And um, there was a good few people from from Cavan and people that knew me and stuff who like knew that my event was on. Right, Jays, we go over and watch Darren Gaffney. He's supposed to be hard good at the the long puck. He won Calvin, like, and uh, they were all like at the side of the pitch, and uh, the boys, the lad from Clare, like, it was a lad from Clare. Uh, he got up and he he actually had the goalkeeper stick, and it was not a mass one. Oh, he drilled the ball down the pitch, just whacked it, and I went the whole way down and just dropped. Just before the net at the far end of the pitch, like, and I was like, "Oh, good luck!" And then there was a laugh from Cork as well, and he he was smacked them down, like, connected lovely with the three of them, and I, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be carnage!" I had a shite hurl, so I had a shitty little hurl as well, like, she wouldn't know anything about hurls and Calvin, like, so I may as well went up at a golf club. That's it. Um, anyway, I went up and. Sh- I think I, I might have even like not, I'm not hit the first one like, and then I hit the next one, and it skidded off like the, is it the like the, the up the stick like not on the boss like, and like no one hurts your hands, and I was like oh grim, and like 
And then the next one, like I skidded out like a little shitty little hit. And I could see, actually by the second one, I could see the people from Calvin just like going, oh, <laughs> just turning away like uh, in shame, like letting the county down, just dribbling. Like it was just an opportunity to get to community games, you know. Um, yeah, and like I, I was just like, I think I probably came Paddy last time. <laughs> yeah, I just got absolutely pounded. Absolutely destroyed. <laughs> uh, you know, if I hit it any worse, I'd be hitting it backwards. Um, yeah, it's funny enough though. Just the look of disappointment in the eyes of the crowd from Calvin who, who made the way over to my event. Just like, oh God. I actually do remember that the, now that I'm bringing it up, the one, the person who was like doing the, the writing, what you call it? So like marking down our hits and that. She said her son swapped jerseys with Ronaldo when when Real Madrid played Shamrock Rovers. A few years ago when Real Madrid did their um what you call it? When Real Madrid did their preseason in Ireland. Anyway, that's just beside the point, a bit of a, a segue. Um yeah, there was the you know in the community games where they could also do the ball throw, which was basically just firing a slitter down. Like as far as you can, like throwing it with your, with your hand, like that was like, it took a bit of skill to do that now. Um, yeah, the old ball throw. And then, well, it was funny. Do you remember when in, um, just in a like secondary school, you go to like the athletics events and stuff and, uh, <laughs> you remember like people who'd be looking, just looking for an opportunity, uh, to get out of school and they just stick themselves down for the old shot put. Oh, I'll, I'll throw the shot put so well. What do you have to do? Just get the ball, the big heavy ball, and just throw Throw as far as you can underneath your chin. Hey. Zero aerobic activity involved. Um, the Ukrainians and that, they, the Ukrainians, I always see Ukrainians and um, kind of Eastern Europeans love a bit of shot put in the Olympics. And, uh, um, oh, my name is Vlad. I throw shot put very far. Uh, yeah, the, the Russians, they love a bit of it too. That was a Ukrainian slash Russian accent. Um... Oh, but uh, um, it was hard, hard, funny one year. And I, I, was, I was in the community games. And I was in, it was in Mosny this time before she swapped over. Mosny was a good bit of cracking. It's the, ah, well, no, I think I got the, well, when I started going to Mosny, it was kind of on the decline. It was on the tail end of the good times of Mosny. Um, there used to be a swimming pool there. And I remember there used to be, a, this was the rumor going around there. There used to be a, a slide that went, there was like two pools and a slide went, from one pool to the other. And you know them rumoured grind was there was a girl got killed in that. That was the first thing I was told when I got Mosney. She got stuck in the slide. That was an awful way to introduce me to the Mosney. As I was giving it to her, I was like, that slide there. It was a young girl stuck in that and died. Yeah, like that was like one of that was my first introduction to Mosney now. Um being told that. I don't even that was like a, a, a that was like Mosney folklore, that story. Anyone that's been in Mosny would def anyone that's listened to this that has competed in Mosny will definitely know that story. I don't even know if it was true. Like someone just makes up them stories. And if it was true, I'm sorry. Um uh, but yeah, I got to the I got to the final on the 14 hurdles. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast before, but uh, me and another lad, he was actually he was actually get, after getting like second in the ball throw, he was seriously throwing a slitter. The likes I've never seen before. Like he could throw a slitter from here. He could throw a slitter from one end of Calvin to the other. 
Anyway, uh, he was, he had something in his arm that just, like a slingshot throwing a slitter. It was like a bullet. But anyway, I was in, I was after getting to the 14 final and it was like a break uh, for the afternoon until the final kicked off after the semi. And me and him said we'd have a good bit of time to have a bit of crack and we went into the amusements and uh, so anyway we were tipping along and we hopped up on the do you know the Indiana Jones like that thing that used to just it, it just goes round in like a clockwise kind of and it rotate between clockwise <laughs> anti-clockwise like, so I remember seeing someone actually it was like still rotating and someone was there getting sick on the side of it <laughs> and I had to wait for it to finish uh, that was at the Flying Cavern but we were on it and it was there going 90 or whatever, flying around. And next thing, my coach came flying over, just at the bottom, was like looking up at us. I was like, Darren, Darren. I was like, whoa. And he was like, the final, the, the hurdle's final. And uh, I was like, oh, bollocks. I don't know, we were completely in a world of our own, like completely, just just completely lost track of time, going around and bumping cars and everything and having the time of our lives and wasn't he? He actually asked the operator at the bottom, if you could stop the ride. And he replied, the Indiana Jones cannot be stopped for no one. No, he actually didn't say that. And uh, sure, like he couldn't stop the, the, the amusement. So he just had to, there was like an extra couple of minutes left just flying around him there roaring at me like, uh, knowing then that I had to get off and go straight to the final. And I got off, no time to go over and uh, get changed and stuff. Like I had shorts on and a t-shirt. Um, so I just had to go running straight up because they had been calling my name out for ages before the race trying to find me. So me happy out on the Indiana Jones. Um, I ran up, didn't have no spikes or nothing. Um, had like, <laughs> had a, like a pair of white Nike runners. And you know when they used to have the, the ones with the three Velcro straps. And if you were cool, you used to, only, used to have the bottom strap like not in. And I was just flapping out. I mean, if you're even cooler, you'd have the two of them, the two top straps, man. <laughs> just Velcro, but not pulled. Do you know what I mean? don't even know how to describe that. If you know, you know. And yeah, I ran up to the race. No warm-up, nothing. Just got the straps and fucking tied the shit out of them. Anyway, came fourth in the end of the race, plowing up the hurdles with a pair of white Nike runners on with the Velcro straps tied to the scut. Yeah, that's what I had to do. Funny enough, though, because... Uh, you know, you just lose track of time when you're on an Indiana Jones. Yeah, it was the, it was the, it was my fav amusement now. I affect them walters, spinning you around. I feel like you're going to get sick after. Maybe some young lad spinning you around, him smoking 20 Benson and spinning your little, oh no, that was the teacups. <laughs> Those were a lad employed to spin your teacup around, you know, to get it spinning. And then there'd be just so much spinning going on. The thing would be going around in circles and your teacup would be spinning. There was actually so much spinning going on in them teacups that it's a wonder if it spins anymore, you know, you'd spin all the way into the future. It was like a time traveling machine at certain points. And that, that was an excessive amount of spinning. You'd be, you'd be coming off and you'd be people driving around in hover cars. You'd be after going that, into 2050. It was like a man made, you were in a man made blender. Maybe if they asked them to spin the teacup the other way around, instead of clockwise, go anti-clockwise, spin back in time. Do you know what? That'd actually be, that'd actually be an even better Back to the Future if they put Marty McFly on a teacup. 
this lad wearing Nike trackies, smoking a Benson, starts spinning his teacup around and he goes back, back in time. I don't know, might make that movie, I'm copywriting that. But we've come to the end of this episode, folks. I'd like to thank you for tuning in and supporting the GFCast. I hope you have a great new year. Good luck.